Welcome and thanks for tuning in. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics that we'll explore, remember, the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and move to protect others and yourself. That's how you deliver flawless service and move America safely. So enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real. I'm Mike. Today we've got a, a few special guests, I guess you would call that, on today. These drivers were featured in a Driver Chronicle series on our YouTube channel, Mitchell, Courtney, and Jeffrey. And uh, right now, Jeffrey and Courtney are on, and Mitchell should be on shortly. Let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to the beginning when you guys decided to come to rail. Uh, I, I'm, I'm familiar with, with your both your situations. Uh, tell me a little bit of this. What made you decide to get into this industry? I don't. Whichever one of you guys want to go first. You know, one of the big reasons as to why I got into trucking is because I do really love driving. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but I do actually love to drive. Um, mm-hmm. I used to work in retail, so it's I'm, I'm kind of making just like a step up from retail i'm doing now the, the other end of it of actually delivering the um things and what's even funnier is with this current um company i actually deliver two actual stores now so okay. i get to do a little more in depth <laughs> are you having to unload your product when you get to the customers no, I still am no touch. Um, today, however, I decided I wanted to help them with the truck anyway right. because I got bored. <laughs> I I completely understand. Um, I, I remember you you know talking to you when you come through here, and uh, your your family was not the biggest supporter of you going through into this industry, right? No, they were not, not at all. How has that has that changed since that time? Oh, it has definitely changed. My sister now, she's looking into becoming a dispatcher. Um, my mom, she's really pushing for me to get my own truck. Um, she's wanting us to kind of start like a, a family type business now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way I got started. What you're talking about right there. I started with one truck and uh, I actually started driving for a company and then I moved on to be an owner operator and I was that for, I don't know, 20 years or so. So uh, congratulations. I hope it works out for you. I really do. It's kind of tough out there right now. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. still looking to, like, when I become an owner operator, I'm still looking at least for probably a couple of years to, like, lease through a company. Yeah. And one thing I was even, um, I was even telling my mom, I was like, I was like, you know, if I do get my own truck, I might end up going back to rail. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. I'm sure you'd be welcome back. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, um, this current company, they're trying to communicate with fleet managers isn't as easy. Right. So I, w- I would love to be able to go back to <laughs> hey, I, being I able never... to know I had a fleet manager at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've got tons of people when I was doing GYCDL, people that are no longer here. I tell people all the time, I have tons of them I still talk to to this day. 
you know, uh, just because, you know, guys, you guys are traitors and left and everything. That doesn't mean I, I you know, I disown you guys. Wow. <laughs> traitors. <laughs> traitors. You guys had your reasons. And I, I yeah, you have. Were. Everybody has their reasons. I mean, I, I, at one point, I, I almost left here, you know, and, um, and here I am now, you know, who, who knows, you guys might. Uh, might come back one day. You never know, you know, or you might look into a situation that works perfect for you. I mean, I know Jeff, you you said you've got a pretty much a a local type job over there where you're at, right? Yeah. Okay. How is that working um, out for you? It's it's working out great. I honestly couldn't ask for a better better deal um, than I got. I live in a location that has like I don't. Know, probably two dozen or more uh, local trucking companies mm-hmm. in the area. Um, and, and I was able a, to. You're over in Maryland, right? You close to Baltimore, yes. I think it is. I'm right in between Baltimore and DC. Yeah. And I asked Jeff, I asked Jeff if we could have gave him that, mm-hmm. you know, home time. Right. Uh, would he have stayed? Jeff, would you have stayed here if we could have done that? I, I probably would have stayed because I wouldn't have looked elsewhere. Right. So, I think that's I think that's the one we had Rick on recently. You know, that's what he was leaning more toward. They were trying to get into more of that because I honestly I think that's where most of the industry is going. Yeah, build a yard over there. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's going to be to where. I mean, if I was if I was guessing, I would have to say these automated ones eventually are going to run all the long haul, and then you're going to have a whole bunch of locals that's going to take it into the customers and deliver it. That's what I that I could see that sort well, of I could thing. even see uh, people working in offices like fleet managers mm-hmm. next to a fleet manager that are driving a remote truck. True. Yeah. It, you never know. I, mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I don't that. see that. I, I definitely do. Just, yeah. You uh, never know. Yeah, not now, obviously. Yeah. Not no, not now, there, but, right uh, now. It, the possibility exists. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. Well, I'm, I'm really happy for both of you guys. I know when you guys came through here, I, I understand you guys had the best instructor in the world when you guys come through. Here, right? <laughs> <laughs> who, who was your instructor? Yeah, tell us about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember him too much. Not very um, memorable, huh? No, no. I remember he was short. He he has been known to be very forgetful. Courtney, do you remember that that good looking fellow that trained you? Um, now, good-looking fellow, um, I'm not too sure on that, um, but, you know, I do remember he was very nice, um, even when me and my truck mate was giving him headaches, right. um, we decided to call him dad as a joke, and it kind of stuck, um, I had a lot of fun, though, either yeah. way, um, I, I learned that I have a very country accent when I start yelling. That's that's right. thing for sure. I got you. If people out there can't figure this out, I was their instructor when they come through here. <laughs> and he you is know? not short. Mike is not short. How tall no, are you? I'm like, I'm like five ten. Jeff was on. He he showed up day one with them. You ever seen Pee Wee Herman? Them oh, shoes for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't help it. He's taller than me. He had them shoes on. He yeah. had platform shoes like yeah. in the seventies. Was he doing the Pee Wee dance too? He was. When he, when he succeeded, yeah, he was showing out. He got on the table day one, and I said, "You know, that's the wrong. That's you're in the wrong building." Did he have a little boombox? Hit the play he did. Button he had it, it up on. to his head like in yeah. the. I can't yeah. breathe. <laughs> I remember these two very well. And I did butcher Jeff's name day one. 
and and then it was kind of like a running gag. Then I couldn't quit doing it. How, just, how'd you say it? I know it's G E O F F, so it's you know a little different. I, I called him. I called him Greg. I remember you guys. So how how did the training here go? I mean, we picked on each other enough. How did it go? How did it go down there? I had, I would say, the best time of my life up there. Yeah. Learning. Um, I thought now you were very patient, especially with yeah. me, who you know struggled. You, you were you, you weren't that hard. Trust me, I've seen way worse. You you were a pleasure. Both of you guys were. But now it. It set me up for, I guess, the future. Um, I've seen some of the ways some of these other people drive, mm-hmm. and it scares me. You still got that safe seven going through your mind all the time? <laughs> I, I, actually, yeah. Um, the <laughs> company I work for, they they harp on this uh, Smith system. The other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much so. I, I can imagine that both of them, knowing knowing me, they probably remember that, and they remember traffic checks. You're not doing enough traffic checks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you never know. I still hear in my head before, during, after. Uh, me, too. You got mom in the van, you know, yeah, running the stop sign. Was, uh, yeah. But I remember both of these guys did really well. I mean, I, I knew they were going to be pretty good. Um, it was it was a fun month. I've, I've had a few trucks that I've had with – I think at that time we were getting four, I believe, to the truck, and and I remember these guys well. That was, I had a good time with these guys. They were real good. I knew they were going to be really good drivers. I think Courtney, you went on to be a trainer here as well, right? Um, they were wanting me to become a trainer. Um, I, I tried, mm-hmm. but the um, well, because I wanted to be a um, GYCDL uh, instructor at one point, mm-hmm. but the positions ended up getting filled. Um, yeah, I remember talking to you about that out here and on the then, yard one day. Yeah, they wanted me to they wanted me to become a an OTR trainer. However, they were saying that I would have had to, um, you know, get rid of my dog mm-hmm. if, if I was to do that. So I ended up declining that offer. I got you, Jeff. What do you like to do when you're not uh, driving? When you're not moving freight? Um, sleeping. Sleep. I like sleep. Who doesn't like sleep? Sleep and food. <laughs> sleep, food, uh, and some entertainment. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I get my Saturdays and Sundays off, which is great. Spend time with family, friends, mm-hmm. um, doing whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I get to catch up on my TV shows, catch up on my sleep, get to watch my Ravens play every Sunday or Monday night. Whenever they play. Courtney, how about you? Um, for the most part, I mean, I, I usually get to, to spend time with uh, family and friends. Um, I mean, lately, most of my off time has just been going to see my girlfriend because, you know, I'm home much more. So it, it, I'm constantly getting, hey, you home? Yeah, come over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, it's always good to spend time with the people you like cherish most, right? Right. Oh yes. What um, when you, when you guys came into the trucking industry, how was your perception of what it was going to be like versus what it actually ended up being? Because it's been um, it's been what a couple of years in? now. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg. Greg. No, we'll go Courtney. <laughs> Jeff. Oh my gosh. I even said Greg. You indoctrinated me. 
I said it in a way that was that I believe. Travis. Um, yeah, you really did. That's crazy. When you when you came in, you know, here what you thought it was going to be because it's been what a couple of years now. Yeah, it's been it's coming up on two years. Uh, yeah. Two years ago, I was in your truck with you. Oh boy, learning how to drive. Where does the time go? I, I still remember every every way too fast. Yes. Yeah. Um, so when you when you yeah, I'm sure you had some kind of idea of what you thought it was going to be. How how was it after you got into the fleet and you started driving? And even now, I mean, you're not with us, but you know, you'll always be a, a real driver in my life. So what, how how was it? I mean, it, it was everything I thought it would be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I expected, I came in enjoying, you know, like her, enjoying the drive. Um, mm-hmm. So I knew it was going to be a lot of time behind the wheel, a lot of time staring out a window, mm-hmm. um, on the road, sleeping in a truck. You know, that part, everything, you know, lived up to my expectations with that. Um, it just, uh, it started out that I thought I'd want to be home, you know, like every weekend. I thought that would be good. Mm-hmm. But then for me, you know, by the time I get home, I'd have like 33, 34 hours at home. And then I'm back in the truck going again. Right. And for me, it just seemed to be too rushed. So then I went national. And what I really didn't expect when I went national was going to places I went to. And looking back, I actually did visit all 48 states mm-hmm. um, through my travels. And I really didn't expect to see everything I got to see. You know, I, I never thought I would, you know, walk in the Yellowstone River. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was able to on one of my uh, 34 hours and. Montana, mm-hmm. you know, so it was just, you know, stuff that I would never thought I would have done. I got mm-hmm. to do because of that. There's a lot of places in the United States. Everybody goes other places, you know, out of the country. There's a ton of places right here in the United States that are absolutely gorgeous. I mean, Northwest is beautiful. Yes, uh, I agree with that. Yeah. Courtney, how about you? Um... It's, it, it was a little different than what I was expecting. You know, everybody always talks about, oh, you just drive, you just drive, you just drive, you don't get any rest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, working with rail, I used to run on a reefer. So, you know, being live unloaded quite frequently. Um, and with you running a reefer, of course, you have to do the counts, they have to take everything out, and all that fun stuff. So you usually find yourself sleeping during that, you know, three, four hour wait. Um, I now run a van, however, so I'm doing a lot more dropping hooks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an adjustment. Um, Mitchell just joined us. So Mitchell uh-oh. is still still with us, still uh, moving freight with rail. Mitchell, uh, update everybody. How you doing? Uh, what's going on nowadays since the last time we talked? I'm doing really, really well right now. So, uh, I've been with rail now for about a year and a half, uh, maybe coming up on two years soon. But uh, I was national for my first six months, national flatbed. And then I was regional uh, for eight months, regional, tri-state regional flatbed, uh, just running between Minneapolis and Chicago. Uh, Really enjoyed that road up and down 94, was really nice. Um, I actually became a uh, driver trainer 
for about a full week and a half. I did that <laughs> and uh, had a student. And that was really well. That went really well. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed, uh, you know, teaching him, you know, the rules of the road, everything like that. And uh, I got a call on a Thursday from the driver line. And it was somebody who worked in the uh, craft dedicated department. And they saw that I lived uh, near their Beaver Dam facility. And they asked if I wanted to become the uh, uh, yard driver down there. And so uh, we worked out some details. Uh, it was a Monday through Friday thing, you know, off Saturday, mm -hmm. Sunday. Uh, the hours uh, were eight to eight in the morning to six at night. Uh, other things like that we worked out as well. I started mm -hmm. the next Monday. So uh, packed up my over the road truck in Marshfield on Friday. Um, got to spend the weekend at home and started in beaver dam on monday and i've been enjoying it now for about three months now somewhere around there it's it's been an adventure for sure courtney would you have stayed if we had uh the routes that you're on now would you have stayed with the rail oh yes yeah so mitchell how's everything been going uh how, how's the home life uh down at beaver dam everything's been uh going going really well uh like I said, I'm pretty much, uh, I'm the yard driver, so I'm pretty much uh, moving trailers uh, mm -hmm. from the uh, doors down to uh, the drop yard. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, obviously bringing uh, empty trailers up to the doors to, uh, you know, get loaded and everything. And uh, also there's a few other things in between that we do, like um, I go down to Stoddard Street and I uh, have to move trailers around for them too just uh, another one of their warehouses across town and uh, there's there's a lot of other little things in between whether you know some other doors have to get bumped mm -hmm. back or whatnot uh, there's there's a lot of uh, little details in the job that you know keep you busy throughout the day it's uh, like I said every day is kind of a it, it's it's all kind of the same, but it's all kind of different you know just kind of like uh, over the road driving uh, it's all kind of a a set kind of thing that you do, but it, mm -hmm. the different things change every day. So well, you you guys are pretty all, all all of you guys are working either local or regional type positions now. That's a lot harder, in my opinion, than than running over the road or national. I guess is what they call it here. So, do you find it's harder to do that and get proper rest? Uh, fortunately, uh, with my position, mm -hmm. I. I'm, you know, home daily, and I have a, a, a it's a scheduled time that I work. Uh, okay. Right now, it actually changed to a uh, 5:30 a.m. to 4 p.m. So it's a ten and a half hour day. Uh, there's a half an hour cutout just for a break. Okay. Um, that's really nice. Um, but you know, son, I get you know about 14, 14 hours at home. You know, to sleep, okay. to eat. Uh, you know, shower, clean up, all that. And so uh, I, I think bad. it's really nice and easy to relax uh, with this kind of schedule. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff, what yeah. about you? How has it been running from running national to running this, uh, This, you know, I know you're not with us anymore, but running this uh, local job here that you're on? Well, when I first started, I was uh, <clears throat> running overnight. 
mm-hmm. um, going terminal to terminal, and that that was kind of kind of rough, um, mm-hmm. just because I the hours were weird, and I'd go home it'd be seven o'clock in the morning. You think you have mm-hmm. energy by the time you get home, you're just dog tired and you just sleep. Right. Um, but once I switched to the daytime, doing the actual deliveries and pickups, mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, my hours fluctuate between I uh, start between seven and nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll work anywhere from six p.m. till you know I've been off as late as nine, but usually it's six or seven when I'm off. So I, I get plenty of rest at home. Okay. Sometimes I get too much sleep. Right. But um, it it to me, it this is actually easier. Okay. Even though the workload is a lot more, because mm-hmm. it's you know it's daily repetition, but to me it's easier doing this than it was over the road. I don't know why it's weird, but well, those uh, those long periods of driving that can be tiring. I mean, it's, I, it's I, a different I kind of it's a different kind of tired, honestly. That's what we used to tell them, and when it comes start day one, you know what you're about to be, even though you're not doing a lot of physical labor, it's a mental mental stress we I mean, just driving my yeah. vehicle driving my vehicle really long distance is. i get tired man mm-hmm. courtney how's your overnight i would drive anywhere between 400 to 600 miles a night mm-hmm. now you know now a big day for me is 210 miles I got you know you. that that's really big but most of the time it's you know right around 110 miles or below mm-hmm. you know that i get to drive Courtney, how are, uh how is you're running a regional type position now so how is that working out for you um well with this particular customer um i get actually protected under a guaranteed pay um you know my first month that i was with the company i was i was pretty much home every other night um because they allow me to go home if i have a delivery or if i have a pickup that's anywhere near my home i'm able to go home um and it doesn't affect my home time or anything they just let me take my 10-hour break at home so I've been abusing that. Um, Taking advantage of it. Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's, that's the right <laughs> word. Let's go with that one. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. All right, now yeah. let's move into most memorable moments at rail. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start with uh, Mitchell. That's easy for Oh, goodness. Uh, that, uh, that's a tall question. I got, I got a lot of good memories with rail uh mm-hmm. i've actually been uh talking to family members and not and just other people in the company and everything uh i really can't emphasize how much i really did like the uh uh tri-state regional job because i loved going up to uh upper michigan and minnesota and delivering around in that area i had a, re- a lot of really good times there uh, just uh, different locations I would drive to and everything. Uh, you know, great people to meet, a lot of great, beautiful scenery to see. But uh, honestly, I would say one of my, it's not really a specific instance, but one of my biggest memories was uh, when I was actually training to become a driver trainer. That was in Marshfield with Travaris Johnson. Uh just living, uh, you know, in my truck in Marshfield, you know, for the full week, you know, Monday through Friday, uh, going into class every morning, spending uh, time with all the all my fellow uh, trainees. You know, we're all learning about 
having another person in the truck, how to train them, uh, kind of how to teach them to back and, you know, and just kind of relearning the basics a little bit too, you know, cause, uh, some things you just kind of take for granted, you know, like checking your pin and, uh, you know, hooking up to trailers and checking in at customers and stuff. You take a lot of that for granted, but when it actually comes down to you having to teach it to a trainee, you've got to kind of run over all that stuff again and kind of try to work in details so that, uh, the trainee, uh, you know, your student can really understand that. But uh, just all those different points like that uh, and going over safety again, even though we practice safety daily, you know, uh, to uh, have to just reinforce it again, you know, with with a professional such as Travars, it, it really uh, is a good experience to have. And uh, living, you know, in the Marshfield area, you know, in the truck for just to kind of stay with the terminal for a while, you know, longer than like, a, you know, than per se a 10 hour, 34 hour period. It was, it was just different for me because I, cause I really like that area. It's got, you know, everything you could ask for in a town. It's got the, the restaurants and uh, um, other, you know, activities. It's got parks and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a really beautiful place to just sit and spend some time. So I would say, that one week training was, was a really memorable moment for me. Any days out there you'd like to forget? What? Say that again. Any days that any memories that you'd like to forget? Uh, let's see. This was back in my national days of when I was picking up at a customer in Missouri, uh, I was driving up into it, and uh, I saw the first sign saying that uh, it said, like, empty containers mm-hmm. go this way. And I knew, and I was just an empty flatbed, so I knew that wasn't me. So I kept going forward, and I didn't see any more signs. I ended up pulling into what I thought were their receiving docks. Mm-hmm. And so I stayed parked there, and I was walking around to... Uh, to uh you know check in with someone find someone or anyone to check in with uh and it it took me a while to just walk around i was outside the entire time and finally a a forklift drove up to me and you know he starts instantly just kind of um saying some derogatory language toward me and Mm-hmm. I, 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 he, he kind of asked, well, did you see the sign? And I'm like, well, yeah, I saw the first sign, but I'm a flatbed. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, you didn't see this other sign. And I obviously didn't see it. It's a customer I've never been to before. And, uh, he just instantly just starts yelling at me about it. You know, didn't even give me a chance to explain or anything. Mm-hmm. And he eventually pointed me in the right direction of where to go, but it was, he was so rude about it and just yelling. It was, it was unprofessional, but, uh, I eventually got loaded, uh, got out of there and made my delivery fine. But, uh, just the fact that they were so, so rude and derogatory about it right away, just kind of, kind of, uh, flipped the switch in me that day. It really kind of got me down, but, uh, you know, you move on from those days, you, you live and you learn and, uh, you know, you, uh, kind of be more aware in the future and uh you know always still treat everybody with respect no matter how they treat you 
So what, uh, what, how, what led you? How did you handle that position instead of uh, that situation you were in? Instead of blowing up, and you know, what prevented you from doing that? Well, yeah, I easily could have yelled back at him, trying to you know make my argument and everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I am very me as a person. I, I think I'm very good at keeping a cool head. And I, I like to just get along with everyone anyway, you know, no matter how they're treating me. I always just like to get along, um, you know, stay calm. You know, in the end of the day, we're just, you know, doing business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, i got to remain professional. Uh, so what I did was I just remained calm. I tried, you know, I, I did try to apologize, but he wouldn't even accept my apology. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I just calmly listened to him. He told me what to do. And I, I did what he told me to do. Um, I got loaded and there were no words exchanged past that. I checked out with a different person on the other end of the facility and, and I left, but I do, do want to emphasize that I, you know, I, I remained calm. I tried to apologize and I don't think there's not much more you could do from there. <laughs> Sounds like a good story. Uh, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jeff, tell us uh, yeah, that memorable moment at rail. Uh, Hopefully you have one. I, I know. Nah, I do is. have one. There's I one memory that I always have. and um, For me, you know, because like what I said before, I had to retest because mm-hmm. the day my brain decided to have issues was the day I took a test and mm-hmm. couldn't back up. But, uh, even the second time, um, by the time I finished, I was just a whole slosh mess. Mm-hmm. Um, was like on a verge of breaking down. But you know, once we finished, you know, Roman told me that uh, Mike was down on the range and he had my hat waiting for me. And I just the one thing I just remember is you know taking that long walk from where we parked up by the fuel island all the way down to the backing range and, you know, walking down there, kind of going through this wave of emotions, you know, just a whole bunch of adrenaline because knowing that I can now step forward in my journey, you know, and then, you know, seeing Mike who was there, you know, he's the one that taught me how to drive, but, you know, going down there, you know, shaking his hand, getting a hug, getting a hat from him, I don't know. For that, for me, that was the one memory that sticks out the entire time. You know, I remember my whole four weeks in Marshfield. It was great, but that's the one memory from, like, the whole experience that really sticks out to me. Something that I'm going to, you know, hold on to. Because for me, that was a big, big event, you know. And getting that hat, I don't know for everyone else, but I know for myself and, you know, other people, that's kind of like a turning point when you work at rail because it's you know you get the hat now you're you know seven thousand dollar hat so but you know yeah. that that's just the one thing that really sticks out to me you know there's other memories you know that i'm gonna have but it's just not the one thing that you know when i look back on it's just the one thing i remember and i remember every second of it courtney the most good. memorable moment at rail have a lot of them that's the that's the funny thing um you know every time that i came through marshfield it was always it was always something that i was getting myself into um mm-hmm. 
I had a lot of great memories with rail. So it's kind of hard to like pinpoint a specific memory early. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I made a lot of friends while I was working there. Um, you still talk to anybody? Um, still, still I, I, I do. Um, Besides Mike, me, these guys on the podcast now. I, um, I still talk to Josh. Um, I know mm -hmm. he recently left. He was, um, he was actually an instructor with the GYCDL up in Marshville. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he moved back down close to his family. Yeah. Is he still with us? No, he's, he's, he got a, he got an unbelievable gig. He's not even driving anymore. Doing something else. Yeah, he's doing, doing something else. He pretty much went back to doing what he um, used to do. Catch up on a hot dog, yes or no? Jeff, you go first. I don't care. I don't really eat hot dogs, so sure. Let's just say yes. Nice. Okay. He said yes. Mitchell? Uh, I am so glad you asked because I've listened to the podcast and I've uh, listened to all the people you've asked. And yes. I have had my opinion for a long time. So I must say my opinion on the matter is you do, as a matter of fact, put ketchup on a hot dog. Absolutely. Yeah. The more, the better. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Courtney. Uh, of course. Yes. You know, if you're able to see the hot dog, you probably need to add some more. You know, nice. I think the percentage on this, you know, because elections <laughs> just got over it, we got to be at least at, you know, ninety something right. to. I don't even know why we yeah, even tell, keep going. Tell with Roman this. he was a great instructor, <laughs> but uh, I I do think you can put ketchup on a hot dog, no matter what age you are. Well, you know, his, his, his way of thinking this is if you're over 12, you don't, you know, I, I can't help people's poor taste in fine dining and everybody knows hot dogs are fine dining for the South. And, uh, we always put ketchup on it. Maybe he just needs the right ketchup. Cause there are different types of ketchup. That's different. what it is. So yeah. maybe Roman yeah, hasn't found that He's right. Ketchup. The wrong one this whole time. Yeah. Well, well thank you guys for coming on today. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, and we enjoyed having you guys. Best of luck. Uh, Jeffrey or Greg, uh, Courtney, you guys are always welcome back at any time. Uh, but I wish you guys all the best. And Mitchell, thank you for doing all you do Absolutely. for the organization. All right. You guys keep listening out there, and we'll be bringing you another podcast very soon. Good luck to my guest today, and we'll talk to you, you guys uh, very soon. Bye. All okay, right. thank you very right. much. Later, guys. Thank yeah. you. Bro. Thank you all Later. for coming Later. on. All right. See you guys. Yeah.